What's up, Internet? You're tuned in episode 67 of Nintendo Noise, Flip Screen Games' weekly Nintendo podcast. I'm your host, Pete and Bessie, joined, as always, by my very good friends and co-hosts, Mr. Chewy Plays. <laughs> hello, hello. Almost said it. I almost said Steven, but I didn't. And, of course, uh-huh. we're also joined by Miss Sierra Plus Ultra. Goodbye, goodbye. <laughs> How's it going, gang? Uh... We are here for a very, very Pokemon-centric episode, so we are very, very Steve-less. Uh, I think after <laughs> the uh, <laughs> the God of War episode that I did with Max, I think just broke him. He sat there quietly for like 40 minutes while we talked about it, and he's like, never again, you know? So uh, we are here, of course, to talk about the good, the bad, and the buggy around Pokemon Scarlet and <laughs> Violet. So I let's just jump into it. We're going to start the conversation off with our, we'll, we'll say spoiler light impressions. I think it's pretty impossible to talk about uh, a game that's nonlinear without any level of spoilers, right? But we'll do our best to keep it top level here. Um, so if you <laughs> haven't checked out the game for yourself and you kind of wanted to just come in gauge everybody's thoughts uh you'll be able to do that in a uh spoiler safe uh environment i'd say so sierra let's start with you which version did you get how far in are you and how are you enjoying the game so far i got scarlet why did i almost say violet (laughs) (laughs) i got got scarlet um i was locked into it like a long time ago before i knew of any exclusives but i'm still really happy with it i'm enjoying it i love my my red land toothless i am 11 12 hours deep maybe 13 okay. 15 i'm i'm <laughs> looking it says 15 <laughs> wait what you can, oh that's right you could see i forgot <laughs> so uh i'm not very deep into it i fucking i played so much streams so much of it like from uh release day to sunday and I'm not going to be able to stream it again until next week. So I can't advance the story. I've just been grinding. Um, what was the third question? Sorry. And then I, just, I, about how generally. How yeah, just how I are you enjoying it? it so far? It's got funky stuff, but I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So Chewy, then how about you? What version did you get? How far in are you? And how are you enjoying the game so far? I got Scarlet. I don't know how many hours I've played. At least twenty by now. Um, so I'm so I'm up there. Uh, as far as how far I am, I think I've finished half the gyms, most of the Titans. I think I've one left, and then only two of the uh, Starfall base things. Um, so uh, most, I'd say most of the way through at this point. I've, I think I've gotten half or more or just over half of everything done now and thus far same same it's real buggy real funky looking at places but my goodness is it fun (laughs) i just keep playing i'm just it probably took me so long to get to like the main story stuff just because i was like they threw the whole dang pokedex right at us (laughs) from the get so I know how you play RPGs. You take you take your sweet time. You know you want to you want to leave no stone unturned. That's that's your I love style. It. <laughs> I, I love digging into it, and it just there's people tell me they're like, oh, I got through this game in like 50 hours. I'm like, okay, so my time will be double that for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so you you both have highlighted that you're enjoying the game. 
but you've obviously experienced a lot of bugs. I think that's the the elephant in the room, right? Uh, the Don fan in the room, as it were. <laughs> I, I'd, I'd like to hear about your individual experiences with it several hours in at this point. Like what, how, how often are you experiencing those kinds of bugs and technical issues? How much are they impacting your general enjoyment of the game? Um, it was more in the beginning, uh, weird rendering uh, glitches with like lighting, shadows, uh, like, like uh, models, um, things clipping into the ground, <laughs> um, seeing beneath mountains that you shouldn't be seeing underneath, which under which are nothing, like just nothing. It's just nothingness. Mm -hmm. Um. I noticed it way more in the beginning. Now it just like I see it like here and there. Um, but I will admit I am so engrossed in the gameplay loop that I maybe that's why I'm not noticing it as much. You just start to ignore it after a while. For me, it's like a consistent like off in the distance. There's something flashing and appearing and disappearing and just like <laughs> constantly just like whole terrains just like flashing away for a second and then coming back and I don't know it, it's a constant thing but up close things are mostly they just like it's lots of slowdown lots of frame rate drip the dips and things like that so that that's like most of it up close definitely have seen a few sunken Pokemon here and there where they just kind of like fall into the floor like half, uh, like an inch or two. And I'm like, oh, they, they got some weird hole that they're in, I guess. I don't know. Um, but yeah, just like lots, lots of little things here and there. And the lighting is like bizarre, but I'll, I'll get to that <laughs> as I as I get to some stories about cap catching some nice Pokemon. <laughs> So, uh, I I won't bury the lead, gang. I haven't bought the game. Whoa. Wait, what? Yeah. So, I... What? Yeah. Um, All right. Which I, version were you going to buy? I was going to get Scarlet. <clears throat> uh-huh. Scarlet Gang. That's what I got, too. So, here's... And and I, I see I see the reactions, and trust me, it's it's been a struggle for me. But I... I gotta say, I think I, this might be the one that breaks me, cause like I'm in such a tough place with this right now. Because I, you know, go, going into the game, we had a conversation a couple weeks prior about how I was not feeling the same level of excitement, right? And it wasn't until the leaks came through where I was like seeing more of the new Pokemon and and kind of like getting tastes of some of those things that I really started to get excited. Um, but seeing seeing the really, really mixed reaction on launch day, like really killed my enthusiasm to to want to start the game. And when it mm -hmm. went like when it came time for me to actually like plunk down the 60 bucks and start it, like I'm I am having such a hard time wrapping my head around the idea of stopping playing God of War, which I think is my game of the year, so that I can jump into this game that is broken. You know, and is like mm -hmm. in such a state that I like should not have shipped this way, right? Where even the people that love it, not one person doesn't have to have the qualifier of like, well, except it doesn't run well, you know, or <laughs> and that's like mm -hmm. the nice way, right? Because some people have had way worse experiences than that. Um, yeah. And 
the the kind of nail in the coffin for me came from uh, an interaction I had with, uh, I believe it's pronounced Cian Mayer, uh, who is a games journalist who tweets about Pokemon a lot. It's a person I follow because probably because he tweets about Pokemon a lot. And he he tweeted this out. He said, I have played every Pokemon game, laddered fairly high on Showdown, and learned most mainline entries pretty much inside and out via Nuzlocking. If you're on the fence, re-Scarlet and Violet and have any burning questions you'd like answered before committing to a $60 spend, drop them here. I should preface this by saying that these are some of the weakest Pokemon games to date. That's not just because they're new either. I loved Arceus and Let's Go, and I'm much more fond of Sword and Shield than most. The issues with these games extend way beyond poor performance. Which... That context is, like, that's very much my attitude about Pokemon, right? And, like, I feel like I was pretty forgiving of of the shortcomings of Sword and Shield and was, you know, through the roof in love with what Arceus did. And I, I responded, and I said, I really loved Arceus because I thought it offered some true innovation for the series for the first time in years. Looking at the commentary and issues around Scarlet and Violet, I feel deeply unmotivated to start them. Is there anything special here that makes these games worth your attention? And he said, not yet. I'm nowhere near finished, though. And that was, between that and then seeing everybody in our Discord, I, I just, I'm not saying that I'm mm-hmm. never going to pick it up, but to stop playing a game that I am really in love with for a game that I feel so conflicted about, I just wasn't able to to pull the trigger. And I wanted to, right. part of me was like, I, I have to play it. I have to come to the show ready to talk about it. And I just couldn't get myself there. And I wanted to come into this conversation and hear from the two of you who I know are both really enjoying it and kind of see how I feel on the other side of that. Because... Wow. I I'm very very open to being sold on on crumbling and picking it up this week, but so I I mean I I really like hearing what they said and kind of like wondering like what aspects of Pokemon do they appreciate the most? But they're not here, so I want to <laughs> ask you like what what aspects of Pokemon do you appreciate the most? I think when it comes right down to it. The games that the games that I connect with the most are the ones that I think invite you to explore and reward you for exploration through um, experiences, if that makes sense. Like in the first two mm-hmm. games, you know, I think um, the examples that I always come back to are like how you can interact with, you know, something like the... Um, the electric, uh, the power factory, right? Where you catch Zapdos. And that's like Mm -hmm. a real like Metroidvania type moment where it's like, you have to remember that there was a waterway here and then go there and explore this thing. And it's a totally optional thing. But if you go and do that, you'll discover all these Pokemon that you wouldn't have found otherwise. You have the opportunity to catch a legendary. That Mm -hmm. is a good reward for exploration, right? Mm -hmm. I felt the same way about Arceus where it's very much like, well, I want to get through every nook and cranny on the map because I want to discover what Pokemon are here. And then when I get new abilities, I want to go back and try to like explore the rest of the map that I haven't seen and complete the decks. And uh, mm-hmm. again, in Gen 2, there's like the whole, okay, if I go to these spots on different days, different events happen. So that encourages mm-hmm. me to go and, and explore the map and recontextualize it in all these different ways. And then, of course, you know, combat, right? Like it's it's the turn-based battle system that... uh has aged like a fine wine, I think. Um, mm-hmm. 
so yeah, those are those are the things that I like the most. So the idea of this open world Pokemon, right, is obviously deeply, deeply interesting to me. But like mm-hmm. the compromises though, of like just yeah. wanting it to feel like the game it should be and feel and from the outside looking in, it's like I'm getting like the opposite of um, what's the word I'm looking for. You know, like when when you when you get FOMO, right? When everyone's playing a new game, and you're like, "Man, oh, I wish I was playing that new game that everyone's playing." It's like I'm looking at it. I'm just like, I don't know. I don't know, guys. Like the opposite FOMO. Yeah. So I think what this game has is the adventure aspect to it, Um, in the sense of like. Arceus, I agree, really great experience, really fun to just like dig through that world and find different Pokemon and find just something cool around the corner, right? I think where this game succeeds succeeds in that is a, I forget what the the Pokedex was in Arceus, like two fifty ish, almost like almost two fifty. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this one almost doubles it. I think the Pokedex is four hundred. Um, so there's like tons of Pokemon to get right from the get go and every kind of step of the way you're unlocking stuff to be able to just dig a little bit deeper into that world and find new spots. And you're just running into Pokemon that you're like, Whoa, I did not think I would be able to find that. Cause I think one thing Arceus did that I was really appreciative of was just like, you know how you can never find like final evolutions, like third stage Pokemon in the wild in sure. previous games. Like all that's gone. Like now it's like you can get wrecked by a third stage Pokemon <laughs> here if you if, if you happen upon one, right? And and that part of it's good. Like I think the exploration is there. I mean, it's definitely bogged down by like really poor performance, <laughs> which is a bummer about it. But like. It, it it's there like the 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 structure of a really good open world pokemon game is there i think the formula is there it's just the performance is not and that's the unfortunate bit of it the battles i'll tell you are not there <laughs> the battle i have there's so much to like run around and discover you're constantly over leveled your your pokemon oh, no. are just gonna sweep okay. through yeah. every single trainer that the trainers have like one pokemon one maybe two each that you run into uh so it, there's so little on every room there's mm-hmm. like five yeah, so there's not a lot in terms of battles. The gyms, Ugh. I haven't found anything really challenging there. Like I've, this, I've heard a lot of like people the, say that they really don't like the pre-gym mini games as well. How are you feeling? I about hate them, them so much. <laughs> <laughs> are they accessibility yeah. or like what? But like, I feel like you, even even if that was the case, you can still make puzzles that scale or like i still have some like level of difficulty mm-hmm. to them and it's not just like roll the ball <laughs> <laughs> yeah the the pre-game things they're they're whatever they're not very great <laughs> and the gyms i one shot every single pokemon in the gyms so far and i'm just like all right i am too strong for this i don't know how it's gonna get any better but i'm just gonna keep going right so I'd say the battle part is missing from it. I do think they they lean a lot. They they just lean too heavily into the competitive player versus player stuff with Pokemon, right? Like it's it's just at the point where it, 
barely exists, I'd say, in the Pokemon like solo player version, right? And so, but just like the exploration stuff, which was what I really liked. Um, I've seen a lot of little complaints about in regards to like the turn-based battles, um, especially I think from people coming from Arceus to Violet and Scarlet, just because it's like, it's definitely slowed down. It feels like the interactions are a lot slower and stuff. But I did the smart thing and went into this game from Shield. I finally decided to go catch the Shield face dog legendary thing in Shield. And every step of the way, I was just like, oh my goodness, this is so slow and annoying and like worth, like almost not worth my time. I'm going to get this Pokemon because I'm here. I've finished this game, the, the league all these years ago and never went through and finished this. So I'm coming from that experience and I'm like, oh man, everything's faster. Even the Pokemon get caught faster. Like there's so many more critical catches or it's like it jiggles once and then you got it. And then the even like the three jiggles, I'm like... I, I feel like there's no anticipation here. Like, I, I'm not even worried about get, it getting out. It's just, like, caught, you know? So so all of that feels, like, slightly sped up and a little bit better, but it still feels pretty ancient, especially for people coming from Arceus and stuff. It just feels very slow in that sense. And for me, I'm like, right now it feels normal because I came from the much slower Sword and Shield where... Every time my Pokemon lands a hit, it's like, oh, it landed a critical hit. It wants to be praised. And I'm like, no, like, just chill. You're doing your job. I told you to use this attack and you did it. Great job. Like, I don't need to tell you great job every single time. But for some reason, there's some text block. That's all gone here. So I'm already, like, happy with that. (laughs) I think every once in a while, they'll, like, hold on, like, with one HP if they're about to get knocked out and it'll point that out sometimes they do sometimes they don't but a lot of that stuff that was just like artificial slowdown is out of the picture and for me that's like a step forward in a ways but you know pokemon only takes so many steps forward <laughs> um two steps but yeah, forward exploration. and two steps back <laughs> yeah yeah exploration i think it's good it's really showing that like Pokemon Company is there with the formula. They're just like not there with the technical aspect to the game. And uh, I mean, that, that's about it. Like, I think if you were to pick it up, I don't think you'd be too disappointed in like the exploration part. But like, if you really care about the other aspects, the battling and stuff, I don't, I don't see that being <laughs> especially fulfilling for you, you know? So that's and that's something I'm worried about is like it's in a lot of ways it sounds like it's just a, the experience I enjoyed about Arceus but stripped back in certain ways and then mm-hmm. expanded out in others but it's like that's a that's a hell of a trade off you know yeah I think they really should have kept the the catching directly from the overworld yeah at the very least mm-hmm. at the very least keep that you're developing those games at the same time you kept mm-hmm. the right on pokemon but not that which was like moment to moment like the the thing that people enjoyed the most in arceus yeah because i think a lot of the mechanics were really like smooth in that in arceus compared to here like you can still do the targeting thing but it's just so finicky like it doesn't target the pokemon very well you have to be like right up in their face in order to get a get a target at all it's it's not good 
I have so many complaints about things they thought were going to be innovative or like a quality of life improvements that are just nuisances. Hit, hit <laughs> us. Expound. Yeah. Um, the auto battling feature is annoying oh, yeah. and it almost feels pointless. So, um, your Pokemon, like you send it out to auto battle. God forbid you step more than 50 feet away and it's like, I don't know what I'm doing. And it comes back to your side or goes back in your ball. Um, and it's not like there's many items in the area for you to find. Like there's nothing super hidden beyond the little like glimmers of like, oh, what's this in the grass? So you're not really roaming around and doing that much. So I feel like I just stand there and watch my Pokemon as it beats up a bunch of Skiddo and <laughs> acquires like 23 XP per Pokemon. <laughs> I'm mm-hmm. just like, hello. <laughs> it's, uh, and they were, they touted this as something that would like, you know, like help with the grindiness, but like, I don't know. Like, if you can't actually like explore at your own pace, you you know, like it, you're kind of confined to the range that your Pokemon can freely explore in. Then it's like, was what was the point? Yeah, like mm-hmm. that. That feels um very reminiscent of uh, like my problem with it. And this is a weird pull, but Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles on the GameCube, oh, yeah. where it was like you mm-hmm. had to stay within the the Moogle range, right? And it's just like, well, if I have mm-hmm. to do this, I can't really explore, right? Like, exactly. it's, it, that kind of defeats the whole purpose of that of what we thought the practical use of that feature could be, right? That you could sounds like you played alone. <laughs> it was a lot it was a lot better in multiplayer when somebody could actually carry that thing around. I have I have heard a lot of people say yeah I did play that game alone I have heard a lot of people say that the multiplayer in this game is actually good and actually works but mm-hmm. that's um, odd sure great okay like- <laughs> the multiplayer uh I wanted to say real quick before before I spew on about multiplayer because there's some really awesome things in it um I feel like a lot of the systems in this game really kind of like try to tie you down to an area in a weird way, especially for like it being an open world game and it wanting you to go out there. The the auto battling is an example of that. Your Pokemon, like you step too far, they'll they'll just come back. And I guess you can like keep throwing them at Pokemon on your path, but like they don't just like tackle and destroy everything while you're going right. Um, the the I was specifically playing with the breeding in this game just before this, and uh, it's just like it feels like such a held back mechanic in the way that it's like you have to do it through the picnics where you set up, you make your sandwich. My goodness, making sandwiches, (laughs) wonderful, Um, hilarious every step of the way. But you make your sandwich, right? And usually I'll choose like an egg power one because I think I'm having a lot more success that with that, with getting eggs. And then you just kind of like, you sit around and you wait and and then check the basket every once in a while and see if there's an egg in there. And sometimes it's like, there's an egg. And other times it's like, nope, nothing yet. And so it feels, and you're restricted to like a little circle area, your little Moogle thing you're (laughs) right and you can't encounter any pokemon during it you can't explore during it like you just have to sit near your picnic and you can like run around in a circle and it makes me feel like it's going faster i don't know if it does anything probably not but i just run around in a circle and then i check the basket and there's an egg and i'm like okay cool and it just feels like 
it's a step down from the daycare. Like, this is the first time they're changing the daycare, but, like, the daycare, you drop you off made your it Pokemon. Worse. Yeah, you, you kind of made it worse, honestly. You drop off your Pokemon at the daycare, you run around and do your own thing, right? And then just come back and check, right. and then you're like, oh, cool, there's, a, there's some eggs here, right? And now it's like, you drop off your Pokemon... But you're also dropped off. Like, you can't do anything. You're stuck in the daycare. <laughs> right? So, and maybe that's, like, kind of how people just did the daycare regardless. Because, you know, you, you'd set up, you'd walk back and forth in that same little area. Eventually, that's what I was playing the egg. main game, though, is the thing. Like, maybe if you're actively breeding, that's what you're doing. But, like, you know, yeah. it was nice to be able to just drop Pokemon off and then come back and grab an egg mm-hmm. and, you know, do your thing. Like... Yeah, I totally yeah. Agree so that's, that sounds like a definitely like a step backwards. It's nice exactly. that you can do breeding like while you're out in the field. In you can theory, do it anywhere, but yeah. that's yeah, like that feels like a, a step back. But Sierra, before before we move on to because I know Chewy, I know you said you wanted to talk a bit about the multiplayer stuff. Did you have other mm-hmm. uh, of those features that you wanted to you wanted to complain about? Uh, I have another complaint that pertains to battling. If you want me to pocket that, no, no, go now. for it. Yeah, so, tell us. I hate the trash thing. I feel even more vindicated in that, like, <laughs> catching, them, catching them is can be difficult. To catch them, they have to... Is this a spoiler if I explain? I wouldn't like, say explaining a mechanic is a spoiler. I think you're good. All right. I think it's fine. So, uh, to catch them, you have to get them down to, like, low HP. But this is so poorly defined. I have been able to break their trash lives mode or whatever in the yellow in the red um sometimes it like i got in the red and it didn't break and it took getting them down to one hp and then they killed themselves and i never got it so (laughs) it's, it's so annoying like you should define like okay if you get it like the challenge is to get it to like one hp or down to the red across the board and then you can catch it. But mm-hmm. it's a different experience every time. And it's really annoying for this, for like a fucking a, a Diglett that can use Thundershock. Like, <laughs> God, <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> yeah, I ran into that same thing. Actually, at first I was like, these things seem like kind of easy. And maybe I was just getting lucky or something because it just like kept working out for me. Like every terrestrialized Pokemon I ran into, I, was, I got it to the point where it would like break and I could catch it. Right. And then the other day, yesterday, while I was playing, I ran into one and it was a Pokemon I hadn't even seen before. And I was just like, oh, this is a brand new Pokemon and it's already like a special one. Great. Let me let me catch that. For the first time ever, it like I killed it, and I was just like, "Wait, that can happen!" Oh, oh, no. I, I thought it was just like auto something that auto stopped before I killed it, and because up until this point, like it had just worked for me, <laughs> right? <laughs> and and then that that time I ran into it, I wasn't even looking. Like I was just like, "Oh yeah, I'm going through this battle, checking Twitter while I, <laughs> while I do that," <laughs> and then I look up and I'm like, "Wait, what happened? It's gone!" And I recorded. <laughs> I hit the record button right away because I was like, literally, like, "What happened?" And then I checked and I was like, "These things can die." That's dumb. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I, I've now hit the part where I'm like, "Oh, okay, I guess it's a challenge." That's a bummer. <laughs> I thought it was just a free catch for me, but. Nope, apparently not. Any others? Anything else y'all want to call out? 
I will probably remember as we're talking about the game because at the moment nothing immediately comes to mind. Okay. So, uh, Chewie, why don't you go on your multiplayer spiel then now? Multiplayer is dope. I love it. The, uh, do you remember just trying to link up with people and do raids uh, in Sword <laughs> It was and a nightmare, yes. I do a remember. A literal nightmare. So much pain. So many tears. Where you're just like, how? How do we even connect? Like, why is this not working? And no explanation whatsoever as to, like, why it was working or not. You know, like, it just did or it didn't. And it was a real bummer. This game... Easy. Easy as can be. You, you open up the menu, you hit L to connect to the internet, and you're automatically connect, connected. And from there, like, anywhere in the world, you can just access the Poke Portal and then make a group to play with people. And you can either, like, play with people, you can trade with people, you can do anything. All of it. But I, I've tried now the the just like online multiplayer you all go to the same place you hang out you're just like exploring the whole thing together and so i'm just here going like all right you guys check out this cool spot that i found (laughs) where it's in the beginning section but you couldn't reach it until you went to the school but just jump over this cliff and then bam level 50 leafy (laughs) on just like right in your face Uh, i died against it could not could not win um but yeah, it's really cool. Like you can just see all of your your friends like they're there. It feels like the most MMO. It it's the honestly the best multiplayer that Nintendo has put out there yet, like at least from like some sort of Nintendo game. Because it's just so easy. Like people can drop in, drop out, nothing is interrupted at any point. Like you could encounter a shiny, people can like crash or, you know, drop out of the game. And it's not like Animal Crossing, where everything stops to take some plane and watch this one person leave. You know what I mean? So they nailed it. Like, they nailed it with the multiplayer. But the game's so buggy. Like, I've, I've crashed twice now during multiplayer. One time, I was linked up with somebody who had Violet, and I'd caught, like, Violet exclusive Pokemon and I didn't save that entire time so I lost them all (laughs) and it was probably like an hour that I spent with them too so it was a good while of just like messing around. Yeah that would drive me nuts like losing progress in a Pokemon game is so devastating you know because it's like it's all it's all about what you find Mm -hmm. so I in the end I didn't lose too many that were like it it was it was basically just like a mischievous I think that Mm -hmm. I was like oh I can't get that until I you know trade for it or play with somebody who has violet again um so in the end it wasn't like too bad like I still had like fun with them because we were mostly messing around and just like seeing all the dumb stuff we made sandwiches together (laughs) hilarious total total chaos (laughs) but yeah you could do like literally everything in the game everything like you can go and progress your own story while in multiplayer and people can all do like the same mission at the same time it'll it'll like do a separate mission for each person in that case but like you you can still basically just keep all of your progression as you play so like there's so many aspects of the multiplayer where i'm just like finally a nintendo game that got it right (laughs) just a a pokemon game that got it right and everything so i i really liked it it did crash on me the last two times i've tried one was after that really long session and then the other was like 
I'd played with them like maybe seven minutes and then it, the game crashed and I was like, oh, my game crashed. Uh, I'll, I'll come back. Right. But to, I honestly don't know if I want that fix because when I loaded back up, I turned around and there was a shiny Pokemon right behind my, <laughs> my character at the last save. And I was like, I would have missed this had my game not crashed. So now I'm just like, all right, crashing good. That's true. Crashing the, is great. Truly the game freak way is when you have a glitch that becomes a feature. You know, it's like uh, I saw there's that yeah. thing where you can, if you have two Joy-Cons, uh, or if you plug oh, in the yeah. thing, you can press press them both and run twice as fast. Yeah. Great, great feature. <laughs> 10 like out of 10. Goofy stuff like that. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, uh, we'll, so we'll get, we'll get uh, more into the nitty gritty in a second here. But I do just want to take a second to remind you that this episode of Nintendo Noise is brought to you by our Patreon producers for the month of November. They are, of course, Christian Oliveria, Christopher Valenz, Gabriel Hasselmeyer, a.k.a. Sobe, Mary Berry, Wakahula, and Zade Ida. Thank you all so much for your support over on Patreon.com slash FlipScreenGames. Y'all are the real to the real, and we greatly appreciate your support of this and all of our sister shows. If you want to go and show your support like they did, get your name right on the air, get some perks and goodies, uh, get our exclusive podcast, one more thing, whatever, head over to patreon.com slash flipscreengames. Or if you want to find links to all the places you can find us all across the web, flipscreen.games is our website where you will find our Twitch channel, uh, our second YouTube channel, uh, everywhere we are, we're there, flipscreen.games. Go check it out. And uh, I am going to give you one final reminder that our Persona 5 Royal Game Club Episode 1 will be dropping very shortly. It's going to be on the last Wednesday of November. So if you haven't picked it up already, now's your last chance. Go grab Persona 5 Royal on whatever platform you want to play it on. Get to the end of the first palace. And uh, I'll say this. It's to the point where you name your team. That's a a nice spoiler-free way to tell you where we're going to stop. So get to that point and make sure you come and tune in for that conversation. Uh, all three of us, as well as Steve and Mr. Zadita, are going to be on that show. It's going to be a good time. We're going to be doing it once a month, beating a palace. So come hang out. Come play the game with us and uh, be a part of the conversation. And it took me a lot longer than four hours to do that uh, yeah, <laughs> as, you know, a, as a new person to the game. <laughs> I got to tell you, I looked at my clock and I'm at like eight hours or something like that. So I don't know. You know okay. it's, it's pretty long. It's pretty long. <laughs> but, you know, it's a great game. So you should play it. It, yeah, it, it flew by. <laughs> Highly recommend. All right. So uh, before we get into some more Pokemon uh, talk, I do want to give a uh, a bit of a, a, a news update here. So um, I saw this story first get traction over on the Pokemon subreddit uh, where user Sellout Hipster <laughs> made a post four days ago explaining how he got approved for – I should say they got approved uh, for a, um eShop refund for their Pokemon Scarlet pre-order. So uh, basically – they, they go on to explain about how saying rather than boring, they say, without boring you with all my gripes about this game, I just got my money back for Pokemon Scarlet. A lot of people don't know this, but Nintendo will, on rare circumstances, offer a one-time refund for you. Here are the exact steps for anyone unfamiliar. And we'll give you a link down below if you want to go check it out for yourself. But essentially, you go to Nintendo's customer support, you can make a complaint that the game doesn't perform well, and you, you can likely get a refund. Um, a, a number of people have said that it's worked out for them. So, um, 
yeah, uh, if if that is something that you want to do, of course, the, that resource is available to you. Um, I know there are some people in our Discord who are trying to sell their physical copies. I don't know that you'll be able to get a refund on that, but if you did buy digitally, you can do that. Um, the reason I wanted to bring this up, I think, was honestly less to provide the resource and more to to just kind of bring this up and and I guess like address the cyberpunk shaped elephant, right? Of like. This is a bad look. Like, this is, like, the worst looking, and not, like, visually. Like, I just mean the the state that it's launched in, right, is, like, I don't think there's been another first-party Nintendo game on Switch that has had this buggy of of a release. No, not that I can think of. Not that, like, it can be so widely panned across social media and, like, so unanimously criticized. Yeah, I I can't think of a single one. Like this is literally, I think, just the worst performing game to come out of, like something that like Nintendo has some ownership over, you know. Yeah. And I've been wondering, like this whole time, um, on my walks, I'll do like little chats with friends and stuff, and I'm just like wondering what game freak what the pokemon company is going to do about this going forward because like it i don't know how much this is hurting their bottom line you know like i imagine a lot of people still bought these games a lot of people haven't gone out to get refunds and they're still making a ton of money right and that is ultimately what they're out setting out to do as a company they're they want to make a lot of money and them getting that reinforcement of like, oh, the, it doesn't matter as much as people say it matters because they, they've already bought the game, they're playing it, and it's fine, you know? But I I wonder at what point does Nintendo, like, step in or somebody, some other outside force kind of step in and say, like, you guys, like, we we acquired Monolith Soft, like, let them do something to make these games run better and look better and all of that. Like, what, I wonder if they're going to ever accept kind of the resources that are available to them to, because I'm, I'm like, I don't think this problem should exist for them I'm gonna, outside of like. I'm going to use yeah, this as a, as a jumping off point for one of our listeners, Trendy Brendy, who wrote and said, so the big Poka fan has something to say. The opening of this game is abrasive, disgusting, and quite frankly, embarrassing. If performance is at all a problem for you as a gamer, steer far away from Scarlet and Violet. I'm not sensitive to FPS drops personally, but I do raise an eyebrow or two when lighting and set pieces get reloaded. And yep. that's something both of you called out right in the, in <laughs> yes. the beginning. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, and it really doesn't help that the intro to this game is so long. According to the Pokemon Company's own estimates on their site, it takes about twice as long to get to the free roaming portion of Scarlet and Violet than it does to get to the wild area in Sword Shield. And while Nimona and Arvin are genuinely interesting characters who I'm itching to learn more about, I'd prefer to talk to them about their interests more than how to catch Pokemon. Ultimately, once you get to the Pokemoning, it's some of the best I've had. Raids have run super well online somehow, like you said. Uh, Mm -hmm. But the three-year development cycle is clearly not sustainable going forward for this franchise. And I hope all this discussion leads to a re-examination by management to lighten the load on Game Freak and give them the time to finish these projects properly. Yeah, like give them more time or add more people to your staff. Expand your, your development team. 
because it's ridiculous you're the pokemon company and it's like this is that's that's part of my thing right like you know i i, I won't lie to you like part of my desire to not pick up this game is that like i feel angry you know where it's like man like I, what chewy said is the thing right they put it out in the state because they knew they could mm-hmm. and it's like that sucks like this is the yeah. most profitable video game franchise in the world right like it spawned countless merch and and all this multimedia franchises and like man like i have so much pokemon crap we all do right like we all have pokemon toys in the background of our shots right now you know it's like i i love pokemon and i want to love pokemon so much and they make it so hard like it's so it's the only franchise that I care about this much that like when a new game comes out and I'm excited about it, I have to give qualifiers, right? Like it's good right. for a Pokemon game or, you know, oh, you know, ah, uh, it's it's the step forward, but the next one's really going to be the good one, the big one. This is going to be the one yeah. we were waiting for. And that's what this game was supposed to be. And it, yeah, it sounds like content wise in a lot of ways, maybe it, it is almost that game, but like <laughs> the thing does, it can't even achieve 30 FPS. Like, it's like, come on. And I've seen people blame the Nintendo Switch, right? And it's like, yeah. it's not the Switch. Mm-hmm. Xenoblade runs on the Switch. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it's like, come on. Another point that was raised, uh, not necessarily pro Pokemon Company, but uh, a point that was raised to me um, throughout playing the game this weekend was, well, uh, or Game Freak. Game Freak uh, has always been, like, shit at optimization but i just think that at some point after this the switch to 3d that like you know they they would want to make that splash with the first open world game and get it right it's not even by the way not even necessarily open world because of the way the, the, the gym's still level scale right but, yeah that's a whole yeah. other thing right design wise uh-huh. there's thing. all these problems but but yeah and i honestly don't think that's a fair argument because it's like like, yeah, I'm not going to sit here and say that Game Freak are the most accomplished uh, developers in terms of, like, especially when it comes to, like, HD, right? Like, that's something that, like, I think it's pretty clear that they need to beef up their their talent pool there. And, you know, like, that's a, you know, a conversation that I guess, you know, um, I, it's, like, obvious that it, the need is there, right? And, like, it, you, you bring up studios like you know monolith and you see the stuff that those people are capable of on switch and they they brought that talent to games like breath of the wild and like that's another game with a beautiful expressive open world and it's like why can't pokemon have that and like i think to to trendy brendy's point the three-year development cycle is probably the largest part to blame but like there is also the argument that like game freak is not you know like for years and years and years the only kind of game they made was top-down pixel rpgs right and like those games all ran great you know obviously the first games notwithstanding they have their fair share of bugs but that was also you know their first major release and that game almost didn't come out so that's a whole other conversation but you look at you know from gold to what black and white 2 i'd argue all those games run really well it's not until they moved to 3d models that they started really having uh this issue you know Right. And I guess, like, it's it's definitely not, you know, the dev's fault. Like, if you're not equipped with the tools and the resources you need to deliver, like, a game that runs effectively, then it's just you kind of just do what you can. So it's yeah. kind of just looking at, like, the powers that be and being like, 
why wouldn't you want to put out the best possible game you know repre- you're representing an entire like ip like a franchise yeah yeah and it's like and it, it's it's weird because like i think it i think it's a mixture of like who do i place the blame on yeah i place it on the pokemon company like video games need longer development cycles than three years to be big giant triple a open world games right that's i think just mm-hmm. the truth but there is also like I guess, you know, if they had better development cycles, would their teams have more time to develop those skills and, and you know, to get more comfortable with 3D design and all that stuff? Maybe. But I also think it's like, what, like, why are you not bringing in new talent? Why are you not poaching people who can come in and and advance the technology in the studio and advance the tools that you're using? And, you know, like, like you said, Sierra, give the people on the ground the tools to make something that looks better and runs better and you know, makes better use of the hardware, right? Like, you know, we have, um, we see that like Monolith goes and does this on like almost every big Nintendo game, you know, like they have their fingerprints on so many, maybe not every, but they have their prints on so many games of just being a support studio and getting, getting in the trenches and like helping games look better and run sharper. And it's like, it's clear that Game Freak just cannot keep up with this pace anymore you know and like Mm -hmm. it's it's worse and worse right like every time like this is the worst performing worst looking pokemon game at launch that they've delivered on the generation they're going in the wrong direction (laughs) yeah yeah and i mean we just don't know who is in charge of these decisions who like, cause they're doing it to themselves ultimately. Like yeah. they, we didn't need a new Pokemon game this year. No, Arceus, that's the thing that's Arceus so frustrating. Was already so much fun. Arceus, it, had they just waited till this, this holiday to release Arceus, like that game was already really fun. They could have fine tuned it, made it run nicer. Uh, cause, cause that one has problems like that. Uh, all of these switch it's games ugly, have like right? performance like, problems. Yeah. It's... Like it's, it, it can use some improvements. Like had they just like waited that out a little bit, I don't know why they felt the need to rush like a diamond and pearl remake release because like a lot of stuff wasn't ready when diamond and pearl came out. They still had like updates for the game going forward and things like that. And I'm just like, they're doing this to themselves. It's like, why did you I'm rush like, you... three games out in the span of eighteen months or twelve months even? Because Diamond and Pearl came out months. in November. Like it's like months, the, yeah, there's yeah. three sixty dollar Pokemon, four if you count both versions, sixty dollar Pokemon mm-hmm. games that are the same kind of game. Basically, Arceus a little bit of an outlier. It's just so ridiculous. Like to like to your point, like Diamond and Pearl could have come out last year and they could have been rushed out if they had just put them out as they were. Whatever, right? They still sold incredibly. Arceus could have been the big game this year, and then you could have put it out next year, and you could have had three much better games for it, you know, or at least, you know, maybe Diamond and Pearl wouldn't be better, but, like, it would have had longer to sell, (laughs) you know, like, it's just weird, because it's also, like, they put so much marketing budget behind the worst game of the three, you know, like, there were so many commercials and ads for this game, and, like, you know, where was that for Arceus? Like, it was, it, it seemed much lower. Right, like I, I mm-hmm. it's strange. It's very strange to me. It's like so, it's yeah. like the it's like the textbook example of an unforced error. Nobody needed you to shove this out right now. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I'm looking at Monolith's like website 
they've touched so many things <laughs> animal crossing splatoon 3 breath of the wild like huge games for nintendo splatoon 2 as well both two and three um crazy. yeah they they even started helping like on just 3ds games even and i don't know i it's just weird to me that the the resources are there like i don't think that it's for lack of resources I definitely don't think it's for lack of time because, like, honestly, they do that to themselves at the Profit. end of the day. Like, they're. I mean, that's yeah, the thing, though, right? Like, that's it's like, it. they. It's just so frustrating that, like, when is enough enough? Like, Pokemon already makes so much money. Like, you need to, like, shove this out to, like, make even more. Like, come on. You know, it, it feels mm-hmm. so blatantly greedy at this point, you know? Gotta hit those company OKRs. It's, it's so, it's so yeah. gross, you know? So, yeah. and, and you know, we were talking about the hardware of it all. Uh, that doc guy, one of our Patreon producers, wrote in and said, due to the technical issues in Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, do they lead you to believe that we might be getting a 1.5 hardware upgrade for the Switch due to the current Switch barely being able to handle it or maybe even a new generation? You know, we've talked about this a lot. I think a new Switch is imminent, but I don't think that's the problem. I think it's that mm-hmm. like Game Freak is bad at optimizing software. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think that this game represents something that's like, oh, it's just so ambitious that the Switch can't handle it. Right? Like, God, no. No. It looks like a GameCube yeah. game. You know? Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I want to know what the background to this is because, like, we, we've heard great stories of people coming in and helping them out like Iwata you know like yeah. the whole po- Pokemon was saved by him early on Gen 2 the like, only reason that the whole Kanto post game thing exists is because of Iwata because like he came yeah. in and like they were having trouble getting the game to fit on a Game Boy cartridge and he compressed it so much that they, that they could add all that content mm-hmm. yeah they've never yeah. they've never had the technical uh chops as much as they've had the creative chops you know yeah and i'm just like where where is that person who's like coming in and saying like let me help you guys out it's like Like, why aren't they hiring new blood right because it's like there have mm -hmm. to be so many talented japanese developers who are our age who grew up playing pokemon who would love to go in and be like all right like let's do this right like you know like Mm -hmm. yeah it just, I, I don't understand it. It's so hard to wrap my head around that you have this IP with un, unlimited, untapped potential and a, a basically limitless well of goodwill from fans. And they're just like, yeah, whatever, we'll just keep, just keep cashing them checks, baby. Like, that's it? <laughs> that's it. Oh, man. So, man. Uh, one of the things I there were so many comments in the Discord um, about people's experiences, and some of them were wild. Um, I think my favorite though was Wakahula's the journey that Wakahula went on. Uh, one of our one of our Patreon producers, uh, where his first comment <laughs> I I don't know if this was the first thing he posted, but I pulled a couple that like I thought represented a very funny back and forth he had with this game. He goes, bro, did they outsource this game? What's happening here? Did they work with only new staff on this title? Is it because Masuda stepped back? I'm so confused. What's up with this game? And then a little bit later, 
I cannot believe this. I think this is the type of Pokemon they should be doing from now on. The performance issues are annoying, and there are numerous animation and loading time issues too, but the feel of the game is something new. You go through a tiny village on your way to the academy, and I felt like there were people living there. It's not as pretty as Sword and Shield was, but this feels more alive due to the open world style. I'm only two hours in, and I'll probably update later, but I'm having fun so far. Again, the performance issues are really obvious, and I hope they can fix them. Then he comes back, posts a bunch of videos with examples of the jankiness, and says, this honestly feels like an MMO beta. I'm playing, and then right <laughs> after that goes, uh, or a little bit later, I'm playing Arceus now, and oh damn, is this game far superior. I checked in on Sword and Shield just to make sure. Both games run at a stable 30 FPS and look significantly better. I'm sad. And it's just like, <laughs> the highs, the lows, the highs. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. Can you guys relate to that? Like, is that because, like, I, I think the thing I want to before we wrap up here, right, is like you both have said right at the top, I'm really enjoying this game, but mm -hmm. I've also had so much to rag on it for. What is it that makes it work for you anyway? Like, what is special about this game? What is like what makes this? Is it just because it's another Pokemon and you're in the mood for another hit of that sweet, sweet dopamine? Or, like, is it, like, doing something different and significantly unique from Arceus that is, like, making it stand out for you? Um, so for me, uh, I... It is mostly because, like, it's a new Pokemon game and for me, they added enough, uh, like new stuff for me to be engrossed in like the world uh the other thing is like going into this game i was logged off of twitter i knew like almost nothing so it was fun to go into the game uh no go into the game not the tutorial part which should be skippable <laughs> that was fun should be skippable um but like going into the first wild area Oh my god, there's so many different kinds of types of Pokemon you can catch here. Holy shit, didn't know that one would be in this game. Um, what the hell what the hell is this like like mushroom rock? Like I like was <laughs> discovering a lot of new things that like I just didn't know to anticipate. So I think that helped. Um I also I disagree. I kind of so far I like the designs of the cities in this game better than Sword and Shield. Okay. So think about um the the second to last gym Pierce, the dark gym leader in Sword and Shield. He like the that that the whole city was in a shipping container. So whereas like I would have loved to see more like that more fleshed out, like a yeah. dark, like Gotham like city, um, instead of it being like a trailer. Oh my god, give me a <laughs> give me a fucking Pokemon game with a Gotham city. I want Batman as a gym leader now. Right. <laughs> All bat Pokemon. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Not Zubat. <laughs> yeah, he's got Crobat. <laughs> um yeah, so I do like the character design and the the world design better, but um i don't know like i also have yet to get like really deep into the game um i wish like the gym battles were more substantial too i don't know the like yeah. like the, the challenges like um waka said but mm -hmm. 
I still like it and I'm going to finish it because like it's a new Pokemon game. Um, I am hoping that what I enjoy now will sustain me through the experience. And worst case scenario, if I like end up hating it, then it's just like, all right, we'll take this L, hold this L. <laughs> no worries. There'll be another one in six months, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. So I've got to I got to head out real soon, but I'll I'll say I think they the adventure aspect is there. I think that part of the formula they're they're nailing it. As you'll get the the gym stuff not as interesting. Um Starfall I'd say falls second to me. I think the Erba Mystica storyline is pretty sweet actually. Like it's got some cool ideas going into it and i'm like oh this feels like kind of just a really cool part of the adventure um to the game and i think i've i've faced them more of a challenge with those than any of the other things they're still pretty easy you know and obtainable so it's not like an incredibly challenging thing but i think the story that goes along with it is like oh this is kind of like nicer than some of the other things um but yeah, I'd say there, there's some asp- they they got to play around with some of the stories and do some cool things in regards to that. The gym stuff, I'm like, let me let me get to the elite for when maybe somebody will <laughs> will be some sort of challenge, you know? Yeah, right. Um, That's such a bummer. Yeah, but but yeah, I'd say as far as the exploration goes, catching them, finding, running into shinies and stuff is exciting. There's a little bit of a downgrade because they don't like sparkle or make a little yes. sound like Arceus, oh, but you you do see them at least in the overworld. So there's that, and the lighting stuff makes it really hard because I found like a shiny Skiddo, and at first I was like. This thing just looks weird. It doesn't look like the shiny. <laughs> Maybe it's like the weird shadow slash sun going down right now, but it just didn't look right. <laughs> and so I, I encountered it because I was like, you just look weird. I'm going to see. And then it was like I got the shiny sparkles after that. And I was like, sweet, my favorite Pokemon. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I'd say adventure, good. The rest of it needs, needs some work. Um, but... I'm probably going to try to catch them all in shiny hunt at the end of it. So that's where I'll be. So real quick before you jump, when it comes time for game of the year, Arceus over this though, right? I think Arceus will still land over it. Ooh, um, okay. Sierra's that doesn't look so sure. I don't but know. I, <laughs> but, I, but I'm also, I, I'm open to seeing it. Cause I, I, like I said, I haven't finished it quite yet. Sure. And I've heard that like some people after they finish it, they're like, oh, I kind of want to play the other version and see how things play oh, out in that. Okay. And I'm like, that is an interesting comment to make, you it know? Is. Yeah. So, so yeah. We'll, <laughs> they're we'll like, oh, nine like gens in. What if we gave you a reason to buy the two games? You know, like <laughs> <laughs> I might, and I might be closer than you think for liking this a little bit more than Arceus, just in the sense of That's like, there are, I really do like a lot of the new designs more than I thought I would okay. initially. Like I've even warmed up to the the starters, like final evolutions, uh, which leaked earlier. And yeah. I'm like, Oh, okay. I kind of, I'm digging what's going on here. <laughs> so uh, I'm warming up to a lot of the Pokemon. A lot of, the, uh, there's some new ones that I'm like, yep, this is one of my new favorite Pokemon. <laughs> so, okay. 
yeah, they're solid designs. Uh, yeah, I'm really torn, honestly. Like this, this conversation has not swayed me in any direction. It's made me just like feel more like, damn, <laughs> I really don't know what to do. I think I need to just buy this game and try it. You know, you might have to. I think that's. Um, I think that's gonna have to be the way. Yeah, maybe you right, I gotta. It. I gotta drop out. All you right, you guys are you do amazing. Your thing, bud. <laughs> See ya. Bye, bud. All right, here we're we're we're, flip, we're gonna switch to the flip screen games. Uh, background while we finish the show because I don't have a two-person Nintendo noise screen, so sorry, everybody. All right. <laughs> All right, so any any final thoughts, Sierra? Like, if, 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 if you had to give me, like, one more, like, pitch, like, what, like, should I pick it up? Should I go get it? What do you think? I think that, you know, it feels like uh, – this has become less of a will you enjoy the game and more of a this is kind of an ethical issue. And I'm a little torn like, up, you know? Yes. This feels more like an ethical issue rather than like, oh, will I play the, the fun monster game? I don't. <laughs> so if I, firstly, I would recommend this to anyone who has time to kill. It's a luxury. If you have time to kill and you can play this game and you're not playing anything else right now, get it. It It is fun. It is okay. fun. And what, what I'm, like, if you're a person that's not really, that does just straight up doesn't care, you're not going to give a crap about like the glitches. Like that, you know, I wish I wasn't cursed with caring. Uh, so there's, <laughs> so there's that. Um, secondly, I do think that I, I think, I do enjoy the ability to sequence the game how I like. That is really nice, uh, you know. There, you but like you still can't go outside of a set order if you want to um, have an easy time. Um, the fact that I can completely avoid like like the essentially the team rocket stuff is a nice luxury. Um, you have to find a way around it because there's parts geographically where it's. The next town you need to get to is gated off um, okay. by the team star base. So that presents a challenge, but I like that. Um, and then, like, lastly, uh, um, I I think it's fun to just, like, see the the, the new Pokemon they've created. Of course. Like, the, it's just, like, you know, you and I have been playing it since Gen 1. So, like, it's that, like, you know, classic like catch them all battle the gyms and beat the elite four thing like of there's something it, special it, about de- about yeah. finding the new favorites you know like yes. i saw the uh the new uh whooper evolution and i'm like oof that's i love cold sire so much. i love him they, like, love him things like that like li- you do still find like joys even through the messiness. Um, so it's worth hanging on. <laughs> so what you're saying you is Pokemon lo- games are a lot like life. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You got to find the magic, right? Like you got to find the fun. Exactly. Well, you have, you have, to, you still have to find the escapism and the thing that provides you the escapism. <laughs> um, so like if you imagine that you will forgive Pokemon somewhere in your heart after this atrocity, uh, it may be worth <laughs> it may be worth still picking up the game. <laughs> you know me so well. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, as a person who like has loved Pokemon her entire life, like of course I'm fucking locked in for this ride. But um, 
yeah, get it, get it if you have the money to burn and the time to burn, and you just want to see some cute little guys. I do um, want to see some cute little guys. You know, I love yeah. cute little guys. You know, but like, <sighs> I think that if if you are on the fence and you can write out the FOMO period, if you can write out like yeah. the first like two weeks, then you're golden, and then you can just pick it up when you feel like it. And that, and like maybe, maybe, maybe we'll get a patch, right? Like, <laughs> right? Someone's we got a we got a patch for um, Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl eventually. That's right? true. I think there was. So yeah. maybe eventually. Um, I really don't know. Like, I guess the best way to hit them is their wallet. Get a refund if you want. But yeah. also being loud, you know, a, mul a multifaceted attack. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to buy yeah. the game just so I can get a refund. <laughs> <laughs> a nice tease. <laughs> You're not hitting Q4 numbers, baby. Going <laughs> <laughs> to hit them where it hurts. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I still got a lot to go. I'm still having fun. I'm still itching to play it. But yeah, skip it if you can write out the FOMO. We'll see. We'll see. Who knows? Maybe by next week I'll I'll have I'll have picked it up and then I'll have yeah. a whole I'll get to bitch about it for a whole other week, you know. <laughs> yeah. So uh well I'm sure I'm sure we'll talk more about Pokemon next week either way. Um because oh, I sure. definitely want to hear more about uh how you and Chewie are getting on with it. Um and we'll we'll see. We'll see how that how that ends up. But, uh, all right, so thanks, everybody, for tuning in for another one of these episodes of Nintendo Noise. Remember, if you want to find more content from us, if you want to support the show over on Patreon, if you want, whatever you want to do, if you want to come join the community right into the show with your experiences with Pokemon, just like everybody from the Discord did this week, you can hit us up at flipscreen.games. That's our website where you'll find links to all the places we are, everywhere all over the web. So, for the crew, I've been Pete. She's been Sierra. Chewy was here earlier, but now he's gone. And uh, Steve is somewhere on the British Isles. You know, uh, I don't, I don't know. He's he's out there gallivanting. But we'll see you next week. Take it easy. Try <laughs> to...